Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Have you been exploring your spirituality and learning more about yourself? And now you're ready to take bold, positive action. Are you seeking clarity about what is really blocking you from your greatest potential? Do you feel like you're so close to a breakthrough, but you can't figure out why you continue to feel stuck at the same level? Join us now for Real Talk with Joyce and Jennifer, two transformational coaches who are eager to share all they've learned over the many years they've each been working with clients, helping them create the life they want. Joyce and Jennifer both have extensive, diverse backgrounds in the art of conscious transformation, and they are here to help you. So tune in now for the insight and tools you need to consciously live, work, and play so that you can live the life you most deeply long to experience. Hi, it's Joyce here. Welcome to Real Talk with Joyce and Jennifer. I'm a transformational coach, life purpose facilitator, and retreat leader who guides women to find clarity and purpose in times of transformation, change, loss, and transition to live their most authentic and courageous life. Hey, everyone, it's Jennifer, and I'm also a transformational coach, facilitator, and consultant, which for me means I transform the mentality of leaders so that their entire staff and corporate culture can shift toward higher purpose. But most importantly, I'm a mom. (laughs) Well, welcome. Uh, Over the past year, basic rights for women, immigration, LGBTQ, plus people with disabilities, the religion and non-religion, people of color, and even Mother Earth have been struggling to survive under the weight of the current administration. You know, America's First Amendment has been challenged and health care for millions have been threatened. And we just want to do a shout out for all the women in the U.S. and internationally who raise their voices to demand equality for all humans. We really thank all the women who marched. It's very, very important. Mm-hmm. Also, um, just like to um, to mention um, that also the just volatility of this ring of fire that we all know about, where you know uh, all kinds of flooding and, and all kinds of severe uh, earthquakes and everything is taking place. This fault system um, that just recently contributed to. Just a flood of calamities uh, Tuesday that encompassed uh, the larger earthquake off the coast of uh, Alaska that triggered a tsunami uh, alert across the U.S. West Coast. And oh, all this volcanic eruption thousands of miles away in Japan and the Philippines. And, you know, I'd really just like to say a silent prayer for all the people not just in those situations who've been experiencing any kind of destruction or loss of life 
and also for the at the same time the rebirthing and the regeneration of our earth that's going on so we can just take a moment and just say a silent prayer for everyone on the earth who is having a really difficult time right now just take a deep breath Thank you. And Jennifer, do you have any thoughts about all this transformation that's occurring? You can bet I always do. <laughs> um, I, you know, in the big picture, it just seems like all systems are shutting down, right, to give us the opportunity mm-hmm. for that yep. rebirth. And it's a do-over. I mean, look, we just had another school shooting in Kentucky this week as well. And you, do you know when I Googled it to read more about it, do you know what came up in my search, like, immediately? I think I Googled Kentucky school shooting 2018. What came up? Texas school shooting 2018. Ohio school shooting 2018. Wow. And Michigan school shooting 2018. That means that in the first three weeks of the year, we've had four different states and four school shootings. So I guess my takeaway message is that if we don't stand up and claim what's ours, which are basic human rights and protection. I mean, after all, safety and security are our most fundamental needs. If we don't claim our rights to these things, they certainly aren't going to be given to us. So, yes, I absolutely join you, Joyce, in applauding all who are standing up peacefully yet firmly for these rights. And as I mentioned before about the do-over, I just fundamentally believe that most of our systems are standing on cracked foundations that are caving in right now because the intentions in them are not pure. There's no honor in a healthcare system that doesn't fundamentally put health first as a basic societal priority. There's no honor in the disregard of the importance of mental health being a priority healthcare need. There's no honor in the disregard of our basic environmental needs that are perfectly outlined by every brilliant scientist out there. There's absolutely no honor in allowing every type of gun known to man out there on the streets. And finally, I'm going to say this, Joyce, put it out there. There is no honor in making these basic, simple truths political. This should not be considered a liberal platform. These are basic human needs if we want a healthy, prosperous society, period. I am sick to death of this being so politically divisive when it is so fundamental to our individual and collective well-being. So, yes, you asked me about my thoughts. There you go. There's the rant. <laughs> so welcome, everyone, Beautiful. to our show today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's what we're here for, to speak this out, to awaken people up, to have more awareness of what some people don't even know all those shootings have even happened or don't even know what's going on around the world. Right. So, I mean, I mean it, right. I was thinking that, too, Joyce. I was thinking it's become so commonplace that it doesn't even yeah. make headlines every time anymore. <sighs> anyway, we don't call it real talk for nothing. Yep. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's get on with the show. So uh, our topic today is moving forward after heartache and trauma. And I'd like to start with a, a quote from Carl Jung. Um, One doesn't become enlightened by imaging figures of light, but by making the darkness conscious. And that's what we're all trying to do right now. All the people stand up, have a voice around any subject that needs to be changed. 
We're trying to make the darkness conscious. So, you know, it's almost impossible these days to read a, a daily newspaper or listen to any news broadcast without hearing about someone who's experienced some sort of emotional or physical trauma. And most people who experience trauma, loss, grief, we never really hear about them. All these people who live through, like, all those natural disasters in California, experiencing hazardous accidents, serious financial difficulties, uh, are, you know, living in situations where ongoing threats to their well-being and survival are present, like apartments that are filthy and unsafe. That goes on, and the homeless. I mean, it's endless here, endless. And, uh, you know, recent research has certainly revealed that emotional trauma can result from such common occurrences as an automobile accident, which I certainly know about, the breakup of a significant relationship, a humiliating or deep disappointing experience, the discovery of a life-threatening illness, or from a death of someone you love. So often these emotional or physical traumas are triggered by our soul to help us make our own deep change so that we are unable to experience a true personal transformation and really to encounter an energetic shift in our mindset, in our beliefs, in our perception of who we truly are, because most of us don't really know who we are. So this upheaval that we're in the world right now is what one of my favorite mentors is Michael Mead, who's an author and a mythologist and storyteller, speaks about in his podcast, The Light Inside the Dark Times, where things are becoming at this time both impossible and more possible at the same time. And it's often difficult for people to see that anything good is happening in the world, but gosh, it is happening. And you see it. You read it and you see it, and you do see it on the news. So they try to share some more positive news, or at least the news that I watch. There are positive, incredible things happening all over the world to change our world. It's just all the bad stuff seems to, you know, be the strongest force out there. So it's also a time that we're bringing a return of wisdom and love back into the world. Mead also says that our soul making works. By leading us to the spirit of renewal, but only after several descents, traumas, deterioration, or heartaches have occurred. One of his sayings that he, I just really love some of his sayings that he says. One is, when a situation feels like a matter of life and death, the deep self is close at hand, and it already carries inner medicine and its own life remedy. So our program today is about this descent into the underworld, being broken open or traumatized in these chaotic times that we're really all experiencing. You know, Oprah writes in her new book, um, The Wisdom of Sundays, that there is not one experience, no matter how devastating, no matter how torturous it may appear to have been, there is nothing that ever is wasted. Everything that's happening to you and to me is being drawn into your life as a means to help you evolve into who you were really meant to be here on the earth. It's not the thing that matters. It is what that thing opens 
within you. Joy, she makes such profound points about trauma here, and I love the two quotes you chose. And you know, what Oprah is saying reminds me so much of the mantra that I've been using for years, and I share it with as many clients as possible, and it's just simply, everything is in perfect divine order. And when I use that mantra, it just gets me right back square in the understanding that this dark moment that I may be feeling is purposeful. Nothing is wasted, right? So, and also, thank you for citing the types of more common occurrences that also cause trauma, because I think that's a huge issue in our culture. You know, I, I don't, I hate when I, I, I feel like people don't feel worthy of talking about it or healing because they, their trauma isn't as terrible as the guy next door. <laughs> you know, we can't, mm-hmm. we can't do that with our traumas and our griefs. We all experience it and we all must embrace it. So I'm glad that you cited in what you were saying that, you know, it could be the break of a, of a important relationship. It could be, you know, just a diagnosis and, and just news a bad, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be that we've lived through um, some of the atrocities that we see in other places, you know, during wartime and things like that. But um, I think most of us, what makes this such a huge, huge issue is that most of us associate with the mind over matter belief system. Some call it pulling up your bootstraps, right? Others take the more egregious mm-hmm. approach and think or even say sometimes, get over it. <laughs> this is a massive problem because <laughs> for, for obvious reasons, but I'm going to spell a few out. <laughs> First of all, it isn't that simple, and we've talked about that a little bit before, but um, we've never, I don't think, on, on this show done a deep dive on it as it relates to our entire system and how interconnected our thoughts and emotions are with our physiological health, but we've certainly touched on it, and that's one of the reasons why it's not so easy, right? I mean, we could do a whole show on that and bring in several mm-hmm. expert guests to fully make that point. But second of all, this bootstrap to get over it mentality is insensitive And it has, over time, created a truly ugly culture that basically says money and hard work are more important than our well-being. It strips us of our most beautiful aspects, which are compassion, empathy, and love, and and, and, and even self-love, right? I mean, that's just missing. But the final point I want to make about this crass mentality is that it causes millions of us with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To suppress our own pain because we don't feel worthy of acknowledging it as a true trauma. 
and you know, much less we don't want to feel it, right? There's that. Um, but <laughs> when we suppress it, we only bury it for a time, but it ultimately has to be expressed so it gets redirected, misguided. It comes out in all sorts of unhealthy ways. We could, you know, inadvertently attack someone innocent down the road because we never dealt with our trauma earlier. It can cause serious bouts of PTSD, and while many people throw that acronym around facetiously, it is anything but lighthearted and funny. It's horrific. Um, I, I just think that we simply must, as individuals and as a society, embrace the power of trauma in its colorful spectrum of situations and intensities. We must understand and honor its role in our lives. We must learn to be brave enough to feel the pain when it's happening, allow it to th flow through our minds and our bodies, learn to build a support system of professionals and loved ones who will lovingly hold our hands and guide us back to normalcy. These are basic things that yeah. are so fundamental, and I keep using the word fundamental, and I keep using the word honor because I get so passionate about this. We absolutely must stop saying that this person and that person has issues. Well, of course they do. Of course we all do. <laughs> We've been yep. deeply hurt by something or someone. And we're trying to navigate the craziness inside of ourselves that the trauma caused. And most people are likely trying to do that alone. So can we please all make a commitment to learn how to lovingly ask someone if they are okay instead of judging their obnoxious or strange behavior? It's not going to come easy for us to make those changes. We've all been wired in an unhealthy way. We've all been raised on a brutal bootstraps belief system. So we must all work on undoing that damage one moment at a time. Pain emotional and physical is purposeful and instead of resisting it we must go within to understand it and then we must start the process of healing and boy Joyce have we had a lot of healing to do these past few years haven't we <laughs> my god <laughs> thankfully yeah. we've yeah we've had each other <laughs> yeah. so we'll pick this back up when we come back from this break Conscious Lifestyle on Steroids. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. Host your show on IOM FM, the radio network of Ohm Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Ohm Times. Hosting a show on IOM FM immediately connects you with our extensive, dedicated community. More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. To put that number in perspective, cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life uninterrupted. Have you or someone you love ever experienced a major loss? 
the kind of loss so cataclysmic that it divided life into before and after, the death of a beloved person or pet, the loss of a job, a health challenge, can leave us feeling empty, lost, alone, wondering if we'll ever feel joy again. Loss is universal. Grief is part of the human condition. But in our modern world, we've lost the ability to understand, share, and integrate our grief. We're expected to grieve privately and quickly get over it. This February 23rd through 25th, the Atlanta Grief and Loss Center will be hosting a retreat that will allow you to fully feel, integrate, and catalyze your grief. Our retreat is called Heartbroken Open, Grief as a Sacred Path to Renewal and Rebirth. If you are grieving, or if you work with clients who are grieving, you'll find more information about this powerful retreat at atlantagriefandlosscenter.com slash retreats, or call 404-881-1322. America's wild mustangs need our support more than ever. If you believe in the preservation of our iconic wild mustangs and our wild places, now and for future generations, we invite you to walk with Wild Love Preserve. Founded in 2010, nonprofit Wild Love Preserve has pioneered an innovative model in wild horse conservation, which has garnered national attention and is serving as a framework in the West. As a unique legacy project, Kindness, mutual respect, science, and education drive Wild Love Preserve's mission to protect and preserve Western wild horses in their native habitats and nurture the legacy of respective indigenous ecosystems as an interconnected whole for future generations to equally treasure and nurture. Thank you for your action and for having a positive impact on our lasting wildness. Together, we succeed on behalf of our greater good and collective well-being. As a charitable nonprofit, Wild Love Preserve relies on donations and grants to fund our operations in central Idaho. Thank you for considering a tax-deductible donation to Wild Love Preserve. Please visit wildlovepreserve.org to learn more. Welcome back. Uh, we were just, uh, before we took the break, we were talking about traumas, loss, and the real need to honor them and each other. So I had an experience just uh, really last week. So I'd like to share that and just the healing that's come out of it because it's really, I'm sure the same situation has happened to many people. I know it has with a lot of my clients. So like I said uh, recently, my older brother, uh, Kenny, passed away from a severe stroke, and um, I went down to Tampa to be with him. And um, so as I you know, stood by his bed in intensive care and helped to make the decision to remove his life support equipment, I was really flooded with memories of my brother when I was a young girl. I so wanted his love and acceptance. He was who I looked up to and who I loved. He was successful, and I just really loved him. And we had some good memories, but mainly very difficult, traumatic events uh, had occurred between us and our family. And I had, um, I had at numerous times reached out to my brother to try to heal this open kind of gaping wound between us. And it was just not going to be in his lifetime. But it was to be in my lifetime after his death, the healing for me. And I believe the healing for him after he passed, as I think 
uh, when people pass that they they we do heal and we do remove all of these wounding but it's another thing for the person who's left on the planet who has to heal uh, and be with all of the stuff that's unsaid and left there so again one of Michael Mead's um, quotes that really uh, really hits me emotionally he says we are wrapped around a mystery to which we were drawn before we were born and all of this really is a mystery. It's a mystery why people die when they do, how they die, you know, what what they leave with, what they've worked on, how the, it affects the people around them. So that's what I'm talking about, the mystery. It's all a mystery. And, you know, one of the things I'm sure of is life does not always give you what you want in the way you desire it. But it can and will open your heart to allow you to let go of the pain, the betrayal, and the trauma so that you can love again, so that you can heal again, so that you can move on with your life or the family's life. You know, and as a spiritual seeker, a healer, and a coach, I understand that this journey on the earth requires us to embrace all that is good and whole in our life and at the same time to examine the deeply buried wounds hidden just under our broken hearts. Oh, yes. So, you know, first, <laughs> Joyce, even though we've been communicating a lot behind the scenes during this tough time of your brother's passing, I just want to say here as well how sorry I am that you're going through this painful experience right now. It's just Thank you. tough. And you make such an important point about how life doesn't always give us what we want. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been in my car when the Rolling Stones come on the radio with, <laughs> you can't always get what you want. <laughs> and there are some times right. when it comes on and I laugh and say, well, isn't that the truth? And there are other times it's come <laughs> on when I have just screamed with tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> just depends on where yeah. I am with my <laughs> healing process when that song comes on. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I, I want to share a few things on that point because I, I think it's such an important um, point to pull out of, of what you've said. And one is a philosophy that I'd like to share that I share with clients all the time. And the other is a metaphysical belief system that I adopted several years ago that I find tremendous solace in. So I want to share both of these uh, with our listeners in case they help all of you. So the first one um, is that when we are also raised in a world that tells us all the time to set goals, set goals, set goals, <laughs> it's the only way to achieve anything. We have got to set goals. <laughs> um, we get fixated on an achievement-based mentality. And there's really nothing wrong with goal setting or achievements. I think both are crucial to our success. But we must be smarter than our tendency to make that our sole focus and then allow it to become an obsession. So that typically, what I find in, in most of us is that that typically plays out in a couple of predictable ways, either in our work life or in our love life. <laughs> so we will yes. identify a job or a salary that we want and then throw everything we have into achieving it. <laughs> or, you know, for some who own their own business, that might be, you know, a big client or who knows what, but it's that, you know, tangible achievement. Um, or we might identify a person we want to date and throw our heart, head, and soul into making that person our lover. Ah, 
So mm-hmm. my philosophy <laughs> on all of this shifted many years ago when I started studying and teaching the power of universal laws and the physics of our thoughts. And I've come to believe that when we hunt something down from that mental framework of achievement, it may give us an adrenaline rush and all kinds of pleasurable feelings at first, but in the end, we typically find that it's either not right for us or not good for us. And on the contrary, when we just simply surrender to faith, a higher power, God's will, the universe, however you want to say it, we have to pay attention to what and who comes to us, right? When we're so driven Mm -hmm. to hunt it down and instead allow it to come in, that is a huge shift in our thinking. And to me, when it comes in, whether it's a person or a thing or a seller or whatever, a job offer, that's the signal from the heavens that this, this person or job or thing, is exactly what's good and right for us. We just typically don't think it's what we want, but we're wrong most of the time. This one simple philosophy has changed my life and the lives of many of my clients, so I encourage listeners to just simply try it out. But the second thing I want to share is the medical, uh, medical, metaphysical belief system that I've also adopted regarding soulmates and trauma. I, I call it soulmates and trauma. You, you can interpret it how you want, but this is how I've <laughs> made it work in my head. <laughs> All right, so now this may sound radical to a lot of people. I don't know. It depends on where their belief system stands. But I cannot tell you how much it has helped me to make sense of all the madness. So I believe in something called sacred contracts. And this basically means that when we're souls, well, I mean, we have a soul, but when we were souls before we incarnated into human bodies, we all made agreements with one another. Some souls agreed to come in to hurt us because that was what we needed to go With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In order to go deeper into our most authentic selves while we're here. Others agreed to come in to help us heal. So here's what it might look like. Let's say we're all up in heaven making out our sacred contracts. I know it's fun to kind of put this little cartoon to it. but <laughs> <laughs> And someone says to me, hey, I'll see you when you're 14 and do something truly horrible to you so that you can do the deeper work you need to do when you get there. <laughs> and then someone else says, but hey, yep. I'll see you when you're about 40 and I'll be there to help you heal. I'm going to love you so beautifully that I just hope you recognize me when we meet. Okay, so I may have romanticized that last one a little because I certainly have not met that soul. (laughs) But (laughs) after having lived through a variety and a number of traumas, this idea has helped me to do the deeper work of forgiveness. 
And this is why I wanted to share it with uh, everyone today. So I, I just feel like, you know, we talked about in, in our last talk, uh, not last week's talk, but in one of our talks, Joyce, it was called Forgiveness mm-hmm. the Master Healer. And since we're on yes. the subject of trauma and, and grief, you know, that's just something that has helped me so much over the years to be able to forgive and let go and allow the healing process to commence. So anyway, mm-hmm. so Joyce, how do we start to move through these trying times? What would you recommend? Mm-hmm. Well, first, uh, I wanted to respond to what you said. And I, you know, my, I have a similar belief system about why things happen. And actually, if you track back at a later time and think about what that person brought into your life, the side of the trauma or the or the breakup or whatever it was, there's usually a lesson around that. And it's usually a lesson, you know, it's a lesson that uh, I've had many people who've left and like a lesson might be teaching me how to really love, teaching me how to love more deeply by them leaving because I would not experience that loss of maybe just being careless, not appreciating the person with me if they hadn't left. So I think just by sort of tracking back and thinking about people who left your life, even whether they could be friends, relationships, spouses, parents, if you just kind of look at all that, it's like, a lot of lessons come out of that, a lot of teachings, a lot of movement, other than just the pain out of it, I've been leaving you. Because a lot of people just think that's all very painful. But it's much more mm-hmm. than that. I couldn't imagine we live in a world that's just, you know, just experience pain from things that happen to us. So there has to be much more than that. So um, I you know, just mm-hmm. wanted to share that. So one of the poems I like to share that I really love um, that fits into this. It's called Love After Love by Derek Walcott. And here's how it goes. The time will come when with elation you will greet yourself arriving at your own door in your own mirror. And each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you. All your life, whom you ignored, for another who knows you by heart, take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes, peel your own image from the mirror, sit, feast on your life. I think that explains what I just said, talked about. Feast on your own life. Oh my God, I love that. And Sorry, I had to blurt that out. Isn't that a fabulous? <laughs> that's fabulous. It's, it's one of my very favorites. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as for moving, for, as moving forward through these trying times, um, I have some steps, I'm sure, as well as you do, just things that help me and I think have helped others uh, to sort of move on and not uh, we want to experience it like we've talked about with grief we want to always experience something a loss and grief 
and not push it in the, you know, in the, in the closet. But we also don't want to keep it for years because it's not going to be toxic and it will not be helpful then. So, so one of the things for me is which people do not do in this culture is really take time out to feel and, and express your emotions. And, you know, we're, we're all just jumbles of varieties of emotions swimming around in our minds and bodies. Instead of feeling our emotions, we numb ourselves and mask our wounds with a smile or grow depressed about everything because we can't be sad about something. Instead, we need heartfelt compassion for ourselves and to accept all our emotions' safety with the support of friends and family in order to be calm and to ease with ourselves, we need regular periods where we release our emotions. And here are a few of the things that I do when I feel myself filling up with sadness, grief, and loss. And in this culture, if people can recognize it, it doesn't take long for us to fill up with sadness, with grief, and with loss just in the world alone of what we're experiencing, let alone our own personal loss and grief. So some of these are just sit in silence with yourself without running to do something like overeating, like working too much, like drinking or whatever makes you feel better for the moment. That's what a lot of us, and I have done that, what a lot of us do in this culture. We want to feel better. We don't want to feel what we think is is actually hurting us, but it's actually healing us to feel, to actually feel our emotions. Another one is to empty yourself every day by a process called recapitulation, which means going back and reviewing your day and letting go of the experiences. Now, this is really interesting. Actually, Deepak Chopra um, was doing this, and I started doing it, and it really is helpful to just like a like a video, see what happened all the day yesterday, where you were, maybe the conversations you had, everything you remember, and then letting go of them, because all they are is like a dream. They're they're not, you know they're they're gone now anyway. That was yesterday. There's nothing there. So, you know, it's critical to release your thoughts and emotions so you do not become toxic. And we've talked about this also, of keeping, thinking about those things over and over and over. What did I say? What didn't I say? What could I have said? I didn't do this. I didn't do that. That's all wasted. It's gone. It's over. The next one is to process your emotions by writing in a journal. You know, seeing a therapist or a grief counselor. Do something to get rid of this toxic stuff in your body. And the last one is speak with a friend who thinks who thinks and talks about your emotions in a healthy who allows you to think and talk about your emotions in a healthy way. And don't speak to anyone who does not want to hear what you have to say because it's just again in denial of, of your emotions and you just think you should repress them and move on in life and what the heck. I see so many people who have a lot of physical issues in their body, and they usually are people who have 
a lot of trauma and grief, and they have just stuffed that into their body. You know, bad backs, illnesses start to emerge, um, and just overall, the body is just like filled with all that pain and suffering. And it just has to be released. It has to be released. So Jennifer might have some more information mm-hmm. on releasing that pain. <laughs> we'll be well, right let's back. Pick that back up when we get back. Yeah. Free your mind with Ohm Times Radio, IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the Ohm Times Experts program. With Ohm Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ohmtimes.com. Depleted by the rat race? Depressed by the attitudes of the human race? The book Honor explains why and how to transform your life from confusion and heartache to one that you most authentically desire. Join Ohm Times Radio host Jennifer McKenna Weinbaum as she takes you on her journey from her darkest period to her happiest and healthiest life. Entertaining, enlightening, honor will help you find and maintain the love and light in your own life. Visit www.universalabundance.com to pre-order your copy. Hello, I'm Lisa Berry. Join me every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for Light on Living, a chance to see new. Hear different and feel more as I shine the spotlight on all the ways to lighten the load of life's challenges. Light on Living is your link to that new way you're looking for, that new understanding that will enhance your life, and that positive connection that will support your growth. So join me and you'll gain insight and start to see things in a new way that motivates you. Listen, my life changed because someone was there to get me to use drugs. No one can understand. People think that having someone who will listen makes it better. I need help. I'm listening. I need help. I think that having someone who will listen makes it better. People understand. No one can get me to use drugs. My life changed because someone was there to listen. Go to heretolisten.com for tips and tools to turn addiction around. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. Uh, Joyce says we're awesome steps. I think um, every one of them we could elaborate on because they're all really important part of the process. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to pull out something you said before you got into the steps because I'm going to start quoting you on this to my own clients. (laughs) You said we grow (laughs) – we grow depressed about everything because we can't be sad about something. <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, Joyce, mm-hmm. that's uh, 
phenomenal quote, and so I am going to quote you on this, um, and it leads right into what I did want to add. And it's something I've said before, so I'm going to repeat it, and I'm sorry, but uh, it's going to personify what you're saying. And and my message is cry, everyone, <laughs> mm-hmm. including men. We don't allow our men yep. to cry. We have to start allowing them to cry. And it's not going to come as natural. They don't have all the hormonal system to support it. <laughs> but um, But they still can and do and should. Uh, and we all need to get more comfortable with tears. I have often thought about just how many things I'm passionate about, which are several, and how many movements or crusades I would like to start. (laughs) But like I have the time as I raise two kids, three pets, and two businesses on my own. Um, But I really would like to start a tear crusade. (laughs) I'm I'm saying that half joking. Um, (laughs) But let's look at it this way. When we feel physically gross, We take a shower or a bath. Why? Because we know we need to cleanse ourselves. And what has been commonly known as one of the healthiest forms of exercise because it's so good for the joints? Swimming. Why is that? Water is good. It is powerful. It is cleansing. It is healing. And look at the amazing gift we have built right here inside of our eyes. We have this miraculous mechanism known as a tear duct (laughs) that is just sitting there every day waiting to be used. Waiting for the important job of cleansing, whether we get debris or an eyelash stuck in our eye, or we just feel emotionally spent. That little tear duct is quietly hoping it gets called in for action. (laughs) So our tears allow our souls to cleanse, and our tears allow our eyes to cleanse. And what has it been said so many times? The eyes are the gateway to the soul. We must cleanse it Mm -hmm. periodically. And so as women, we have this really extraordinary system within us that we have not only dishonored, but we have demonized, and it is called a menstrual cycle. (laughs) And I'm not being facetious this time. It allows us to do miraculous and amazing things like conceive and bear children, but it also nudges our emotions so that we can emotionally cleanse as our reproductive systems cleanse through the blood shedding process. So yes, it may be a pain in the ass, but it's a God-given miracle mm-hmm. inside our very own bodies that gives us superpowers and we don't even honor it. Mm-hmm. I mean, ladies, seriously, how do you feel after a good cry? Like you can take on the world. That's how. Oh, I just went through this this week. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so passionate about it. This Monday, this past Monday, <laughs> Joyce knows this, but I'll share it with everybody else. I threw my back out at the gym. Why? Because, of course, I ignored my body and I overdid it. (laughs) So no matter how many times I've ignored (laughs) my body, I still uh, have found myself doing it this week, which was not pleasing, but a note to self, stop doing that. Um, But this incident triggered a load of old trauma memory. And I think that's one thing we need to recognize is that trauma just doesn't come and go. It's not like a step one, step two, it's done, it's over, right? It gets triggered. And the healing process Mm -hmm. is not linear. And it comes and goes and ebbs and flows. So when this happened this week, then all of a sudden, you know, all the trauma memory comes up, the breast cancer, cancer surgical recoveries, and they did not go well. Well, at all. I mean, I was allergic to everything, anesthesia, narcotics, the whole nine. But anyway, we won't go into that. Um, 
debilitating fatigue of fibromyalgia in my 20s, um, and then all the way back to the chronic illnesses as a child. And, and so I didn't sit in it. You know, I wasn't like self-pity party or anything like that. It's just, boom, triggers it, shed it, cry it out, good. Um, so this silly little injury at the gym, which really isn't silly or little, but I'm working on it, um, it sent me into another wave of, of trauma. Not as acute, not as longstanding, but it did it. And so on Monday, I cried nearly all day long. Now, I think it did happen in conjunction with my menstrual cycle, so it's all good. <laughs> but mm -hmm. my family doesn't live here, and I have two kids. I, I can't go down again, period. But boy, did that fear take hold that I would. And you know what? After I cried all day Monday, I woke up Tuesday, and I was crystal clear about what I needed to do to heal. I started setting appointments, I had the energy to do it, and my joyful attitude bounced right back. Tears are a beautiful tool in our arsenal of self-care, and we don't honor them enough. And I want to go back to what Joy said about we can't stay in it. It's not about staying in it. It's, a, it's about letting it flow through so that we can just find ourselves again. And so, you know, I think we're in the last round of the show today, and, and before we close out, I want to... I think it would be great, Joyce, if you and I talked a little bit about two more kind of big concepts. One is the understanding mm -hmm. that grief isn't linear. I just mentioned that, but I think let's let's touch on that a little bit yeah. more. It comes in waves, and it's unpredictable. And we all need to embrace the notion, you know, that, that that's just our truth. Um, but then the second mm -hmm. thing I want to talk about is that after traumatic situations, it can be really hard to trust again. And we have to learn how to do it incrementally as a gift to ourselves. We have to take the time mm. to honor our ability to trust again. We can't, you know, give in to our fear just like we can't stay crying all day every day. Um, but we do have to honor the process of easing back into it and proactively learning how to trust again. And so, I, you know, maybe at some point Joyce will have a show on these two topics. But what do you have to add on, on that, to that? Well, I think that last point, I'll, I'll speak to myself, but to other, my clients, that's one of the biggest issues is after, after your spouse has passed, after you've been with somebody for years in a relationship and they decide to leave and have a relationship with a younger woman or vice versa for men, um, same situation occurs, um, that it's just not, you know, you really have to work with yourself not to shut down. And, you know, it goes one way, or the, it goes either this way where people immediately get back into a relationship so they don't feel at all. And that's usually, that usually does not work out. Um, because you're there so you don't have to feel and you don't have to be alone and you don't have to experience the emotions that are there. So, you know, those first relationships after somebody left is usually uh, quite difficult. Uh, or you just don't, like me, you just don't get back into a relationship for a long time because you just don't want to experience the pain of going back into a painful relationship and, and having it. But I, from my friends who've had, who are back in relationships, they all tell me, and many people have told me, that being in a relationship is one of the greatest teachers that there ever was. 
because every issue that you have, a lot of your issues come to the surface, and it's constantly you're having to deal with your own issues around relationship and love and betrayal and forgiving. And so, you know, it's a, it's right there, you know, so it's, it's a decision for people to make. And I'm just, I'm thinking about this. I'm, I'm thinking more. Um, if this is something that I want to trust myself again to do is to have another, is to attempt to have another relationship. Um, and I guess I hadn't really realized that all these things, I just said I didn't want a relationship, but how much of my brother's death uh, and other losses with men in my life had really impacted how much I just didn't want to go do that again. And I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to put myself out there to be hurt again. And so, yes, that could happen. That could happen. So we'll have to see, Jennifer, um, you know, what decision I make. But I'm pondering it and looking at it right now and asking for guidance. So. Well, good. I'm proud of you for that. And I think it was (laughs) Marianne Williamson who who said that relationships um, are hospitals for the soul something like that. I may be quoting that wrong, so forgive me if, What'd if, you say? I, if I am. But I thought she said that relationships were hospitals for the soul. And um, no, basically it's no, that in relationship. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's, you know, it, it's because in relationships, it's where we are able to actively see our own reflection more clearly mm-hmm. because of the way others are responding to us or reacting to us and and that we, you know, in relationship, we're able to help each other bring the issues that are still being hidden within us um, up to the surface so that we can uh, deal and heal. (laughs) Uh, And so it is, it's, it's, it's very powerful, very purposeful and very important, but I, like you, have been very slow to jump back into it for lots of reasons. Uh, but I am very conscious of that and very consciously and methodically putting my toes back in the water. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, it's, um, it's I do think where you that are. It's self-awareness. Uh-huh. It is. Um, I think it's also this time with the intensity of, pushing us and bringing things to us more deeply I mean, you can just go through your whole life and never, and never make any changes around any of these issues. But I, I really believe that this, you know, whatever exactly is happening to us, this energetic shift, I would say um, that we're being pushed and, and oh, just information brought to us more clearly about the possible, you know, about that thing that we need to heal. If we're sitting here for years and we haven't had a relationship, but somewhere inside of us we really want to have a relationship, then I think you, you know, that's the soul, the soul work. And I just love, I love the soul. <laughs> I've just been really working on the soul, and you know, the soul is loves the dark stuff, the underworld the icky stuff, the stuff that you don't want to get near and look at. Well, when you get 
when you get close to it, the soul gets really happy. Like, God, here we go. Maybe we have a chance to break through here because of the sadness, the loss, the experience that, you know, when you're happy and you're just feel evolved and you're not, well, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But the soul is the one who does the deep work. So don't ever forget that, that that's the soul's work is to be with us and push us into who we are so that we know who we are. So soul work is great stuff. (laughs) It is. It's interesting. I ran into an old associate um, that I had met several years ago and hadn't talked to her or seen her in a long time. We just almost didn't notice each other. Um, And when we did, I asked how she was doing or what she was doing, and she had talked about how she uh, had sold her business um, not profitably because it had just basically nearly taken her down, and it was such a tough experience for her. And I said to her, you know, I'm sorry that you went through that. And um, But it, just like you said, Joyce, it's like your soul was so glad you did that. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, not to make light of anybody's pain or trauma, but it's, it is the work that we're here to do. And we don't want to push it aside because it feels icky. Um. We just we want to we want to honor that and move through it. Take what we needed to learn, because that gets us closer to our most authentic self. Gets us closer to our most authentic intentions, our most authentic desires. Uh, and oftentimes we go through pain because we think we're chasing a desire, but we're really repressing the real desire that's deeper down that we don't think we're worthy of. So a lot of these things mm-hmm. can lead us there. Absolutely. So, um, so I guess, yeah. you know, in part, we, we just we want to encourage everyone to, to do all these things that we've said before we close. Uh, Joyce, did you want to add something? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Well, I just want that's okay. We're just so excited to talk about this. We're both talking. Um, I want to say this <laughs> poem again because this is exactly what the soul would say. When a situation feels like a matter of life and death, the deep self is close at hand. That's your soul self, your deeper self. And it all and it already carries inner medicine and its own life remedy. So on that note, thank you for being here today and be come back next week where we'll be discussing embody your, your peaceful feminine to empower the world. In the meantime, take care of yourself, love yourself, do something wonderful for yourself this week. Bye.